Hi, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4. Boy, oh boy, Mom, you sure know how to hydrate a good podcast. Okay, welcome to a bonus episode of Hydrate Level 4. I am your host, Peter, and joining me is my brother, Phil. And uh, we just got out of the uh, the, the 2016 uh, action-adventure comic book movie Deadpool is directed by Tim Miller and it stars Ryan Reynolds, Ed Screen, Marina Baccarin, TJ Miller, and Gina Carano. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, um, first we'll start off with uh, some non-spoiler reviews just in case uh, the listeners have not yet checked out the movie. Um, Phil, what kind of expectations did you have uh, going into this movie? To be honest, I didn't really have any expectations, considering the fact that I'm not too huge of a fan of Deadpool, so I didn't know what to expect in terms of story or direction the movie was going to go. But I was thoroughly surprised, and I did like the movie a lot, actually. Uh, what what did, did you know, like, the, the basic things about Deadpool? Like, how he breaks the fourth wall and things yeah, like yeah. that? Things things like that I did know. Um because on on Tumblr, um, there's actually a it's there's a huge fan following list uh, where people post a lot of trivia facts about Deadpool, and there's a lot of things that I read on that, including what we you know the small tidbits that we discussed. Um, it uh, clearly it's an action movie, uh, and it gave us a lot of that. Uh, gave us a little bit of a romance too, and I think the the joke going into this movie was um, that it was a like a love story, you know, something that you can sell to your girlfriend, you know, that this is a movie you can go watch for Valentine's Day. Did you catch that, the marketing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Ryan Reynolds did a lot of commercials on it, actually. He even did interviews where he mentioned that it, it was, quote-unquote, a love story. Yeah, and that that it was. Um, my expectations going into this movie, uh, it, I think I heard a lot of um, high praise for it already. Just, um, you know, in the last couple of weeks leading up into this movie, my concern was that, um, I, you know, I, I think it's safe to say that I enjoy uh, Ryan Reynolds in a lot of his roles. I don't think there's one that I really dislike. Um, but going into this movie, I was a little concerned that the movie would be a little too cute, you know. And I'm, I'm talking about, like, the, the jokes and, and the writing, that it would be uh, a little corny. And I, I didn't know what kind of free range of improvising, you know, Ryan Reynolds was, was given. Did you read anything up on that or hear anything about that? No, I didn't. So I, I, I'm not sure, yeah, if anything was ad-libbed, but uh, I, I think everything worked for me. All the jokes worked. I didn't find anything corny. Uh, I think the writing was uh, was actually pretty good. Um, and uh, overall, it, it was a pretty good movie. Do you think you'd be able to give it a rating out of five? Yeah, I, I think I could. It, uh, if anything, though, I would highly recommend the movie. As far as ratings go, I'd probably uh, uh, a four, four and a half. Four and a half. Okay. Um, I, um, I'd probably give it like a like a four and a quarter. Uh, I thought I thought it was really good. I thought it was solid. I I don't want to say that I had any issues with it. You know, there's just a few things. Like uh, I I felt I, I felt that we got a lot of. Back, not backstory, but a, a lot of uh, an origin of how he became Deadpool. Like, did you think that was a little too much? No, I, I thought it was good pacing. To be honest, they um, they went back and forth on that, and it was cleverly executed. 
Okay, I can see that. Yeah, I, I didn't think there was an issue with the pacing. I mean, I don't want to say I had any issues. I, I didn't love the movie, but I really enjoyed it. This was uh, an extremely fun movie. I had a, a good time. Um, I, I, I can wait for it for, for home, rele- home release. Like, I'll, I'm going to buy this movie. Yeah. But I don't plan on watching it again in the theater. Like, uh, at least with Star Wars, I, you know, I went twice. Uh-huh. I might watch it again. It really depends. Um... If, of course, you know, if, if friends want to go out and watch it, I would. But as far as, like, watching it solo, I wouldn't go do that again. I mean, I, I'd watch it solo if uh, if it was my first time showing. But, I mean, I, I think uh, until home release, I'm just going to highly recommend it to anybody that does ask uh, about the movie. Uh, again, it was really fun. Uh, it was rated R. And let's talk about uh, about this rating. It's definitely a hard R. Would you agree? Yeah. Uh, it, um... So uh, clearly, it's it's a very violent movie. Uh, some of the deaths and very, things like that, you know, it's graphic, yeah. yeah, it's pretty graphic. Um, I, I was uh, surprised by the amount of nudity, and I'm not not saying that there's a whole lot of it, but just the fact of um, there, you know, I, I don't want to get too much into spoilers at this moment, but but there's uh, a scene where they're in a gentleman's club, and you, you get to see quite a bit there. Uh, we did take Phoenix to see this movie. He's a little tired, so he, he didn't want to get on uh, be, behind the mic and give his thoughts. I don't know how he felt about it during that scene, but, you know, he's 15 going on six, uh, 16 pretty soon. Uh, this is a, a hard R movie. I was okay with with him bringing him into this. Again, you know, he watches things like Walking Dead, so, like, the, the violence wasn't new to him. Um, the nudity, you know, it's a little bit... It's not something I show him often. I mean, you know, he yeah. he's seen such movies as, like, um, coming to America, you know, he's seen the nudity, you know, Titanic, things like that. But uh, yeah, th- this one, um, it, I, w- I was a little surprised, not shocked or anything like that, but I was a little surprised by the amount of uh, female nudity uh, in-, in the one scene. Um, and also, I-, I think we m- might have seen uh, something else of Ryan Reynolds as well. Yeah, no, <laughs> we we did. <laughs> okay, um, okay. What what were some of the other contents of the? Uh, clearly, uh, language. Uh, language. That's, I mean, pretty much the, the triple threat, you know, language, nudity, and uh, violence. Yeah, I I was very, um, I'm glad that they didn't, like, the, the dialogue, it sounded very organic, you know, it sounded like the way people spoke, uh, and I'm glad that they didn't try to throw in the F-bombs and things like that just for the sake of throwing it in because it's an R movie and because it's Deadpool. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I, I agree, uh, Okay, um, at this point, I'm going gonna, uh, gonna to play a little something to give uh, you, the listener who has not yet seen this movie, a chance to go ahead and pause it and uh, watch the movie. And uh, should you decide to come back and listen to what we had to say about uh, some of the things in the movie, we will get into spoiler territory. So again, this is your chance to stop. A hush falls over the crowd as rookie sensation Deadpool lines up the shot. His form looks good. Why the fancy red suit, Mr. Pooh? When a dude tries to make you a super slave and kidnaps your future baby mama, the time has come to be a superhero. Hear the music. This is taking unsportsmanlike conduct to a whole new level. Don't worry, I'm totally on top of this. Deadpool. Okay, so now uh, we are in spoiler territory. Uh, let's talk about Ryan Reynolds. How do you think he did as Deadpool? Well, I mean, not many people have even really portrayed Deadpool. 
Uh, Ryan Reynolds was the first one, as far as I know, in what, Wolverine Origins. Uh, yeah, you know, you also have Scott Adkins as the the Weapon X. Weapon X. I I don't remember. Well, that's that's who it was. The the one with his mouth all stitched. Oh, up. that's what he was referred to in the. Mo- I never saw the movie. Oh, he was Weapon something. I forget. Okay. Oh, Eleven. Oh, I think uh, Wolverine was X. That's right. No, yeah, yeah. Weapon X was Wolverine. Um, but no, I thought, I thought he portrayed it pretty well, uh, because the things that I'm familiar with with Deadpool, especially in media, you know, video games and cartoons and whatnot, uh, he was pretty spot on. Okay. Yeah, I, I was, uh, surprised by the, the shade thrown at, uh, X-Men. You know, I like some of the jokes in there, you know, like when, um, Deadpool goes to... The mansion? The, the, what is it called? The school? The... Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters. The Institute? Uh, yeah, Xavier School for Gifted and Talented. <laughs> yeah, youngsters. Um, so yeah, I like I like that scene where you know we see the uh, the 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 young teen and and Colossus and um, Deadpool makes a comment about how you know such a big house and he only sees like the two of them you know and and drops the line that the studios probably couldn't afford more X Men. Yeah, breaking the fourth wall, but doing it. You know, like I said, cleverly executed. Yeah, they do that quite a bit throughout the the movie, and and I like them. They're they're all pretty funny stuff. Um, I what would you think about the opening scene where it's like a um, the the camera is kind oh, of panning like all frame. around. Yeah, there yeah. You go. It it felt like it felt like watching a video game at first, but it was funny because the the opening credits in any movie, you know, we we see names of the actors and whatnot, but the way they were doing it was uh, they they weren't really giving names. They were just Saying things like, uh, like for instance, like a hot girl. You know, that's that's who uh, was quote unquote in the movie, and uh, the the scene itself was. It's like you look at it and you're watching it and you're wondering what's going on here. Well, it sets the tone. Yeah, it sets the tone, and then when you when the opening credits like you know stop, you get to see what led up to it, which was pretty interesting to say the least. Yeah, what'd you think of um, the the love interest? Uh, I don't know too much about her. I don't know if she was in the comics because uh, I don't keep up with Deadpool. Um, but I thought she was a pretty good contrast for him. I thought she was serviceable. I mean, uh, they they were, what, two peas in the same pod? Listen, I've been thinking. Really? About why we're so good together. Why is that? Well, your crazy matches my crazy. Big time. Hmm. And uh, we're like two jigsaw pieces, you know, the weird curvy edges. But you put them together and you see the picture on top. Right. Wait. There's something I've been meaning to ask you. Only because you haven't gotten around to asking me. Will you, um, stick it? Marry me? Uh, Jinx? Huh. Why are you hiding that? Nowhere. They they were meant for each other kind of thing, you know. So there there's your love story there. Uh, I did like T.J. Miller, the bartender. Yeah, he uh, he's pretty similar to Ryan Reynolds in terms of comedy. So I think they had pretty good chemistry both you know on set and off. Are you familiar with him at all? I am, uh, mainly from Silicon Valley. Uh, I mean, I know he's in there. Um, I know he was also in Transformers, but he had a small role. 
Uh, there was another movie that I, I don't remember, but he was he played a pretty big part in it. Okay. Uh, what do you think about the scene where uh, Francis is turning him into Deadpool, trying to get him to mutate? Are you talking about like, the torture scenes? Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really have too much to comment on that. Like, I, when I was watching it, it's just like, oh, that, that was my expression, really. Yeah, I think they were obviously really trying to show us, you know, the um, the the pain and suffering he was going through, and what this man had done to him, and you know, taking his uh, humanity, and uh, so you know, we get that. But I I wonder if that could have been uh, played a little bit differently. I'm not sure. I'm not saying that we did not need that scene, but you know, uh, again, I'm, there there's just a few things that I was just kind of like, mm, you know, maybe. Maybe it could have been done differently or shortened or something like that. I, I really wanted to see more of Deadpool and him being Deadpool. You know, uh, I, I get we got, you know, the origin story told in narrative and also in flashback. And it was fine. You know, it, it was fine. But the, what I really wanted was like the second half of the movie where he was just kicking ass with uh, Colossus and the... what What is that? The, the teenage girl. What is she? Uh, she's one of the newer X-Men, um, she has something to do with Emma Frost, so she's pretty new. Uh, I don't know too much about her, but we saw, you know, a bit of her abilities, and apparently she can explode, uh, and send things with a pretty, like, huge force and velocity. Okay. What'd you think about Gina Carano? MMA fighter. Every time I see her, she, it's like, it's the same exact role, really. Like, I just... Okay. Like in uh, Fast Six, I think it was Furious Six. Fast, yeah, Fast and Furious Six. Yeah, she and then she was in another movie where she was uh, the main character. Oh, oh, I know the, the one with Channing Tatum. Yeah, that that one where she's like a secret agent or something like that. Hey, Haywire. Yeah, that's it. I think so. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah just, I, was, I wasn't just, a fan of that. She plays the same character, you know. So it's like it's so coming here. She's supposed to be a mutant, I think, or something, and it it just felt like. She was the same character from a different movie, just with powers. Yeah, I'm. I'm not asking for like an origin movie and then like a Deadpool movie. Like, uh, it, it. You know, there was a a fine balance between the two, but I, I didn't know how much like of an origin story we were gonna get of yeah. Wade Wilson becoming Deadpool. So I think that's where I was, uh, you know, slightly thrown off. I guess I was just hoping for you know a lot more Deadpool, maybe twenty five, seventy five. I mean, I think this was um, pretty much, gosh, I don't, I don't know, um, like forty, sixty, like uh, sixty Deadpool, forty percent like uh, Wade Wilson. I can, I can see why you say that because it did focus a lot on his um, civilian side. We'll go with that. Okay, no, yeah. Uh, come in real quick? Oh, okay, so Phoenix uh, has woken up, and uh, I, I think we have said some things to have waken him. Um, yeah, so um, Tim Miller, the director, correct? Yes. Um, I believe he wanted to incorporate the torture scenes uh, just to have us feel a little bit more sorry for Deadpool. You know, um, without all that happening, we wouldn't feel as bad for him, and otherwise it would just be any other story where, you know, the hero wants to get revenge on this guy, and we wouldn't feel any... Remorse. Yeah, any remorse or anything to help us want to root for him. You know, to get an anti-hero, you want to give us a reason for that, uh, if that makes any sense. It does, and and I could totally see that, because going into this movie, uh, again, I didn't know how much, like, is he... Like, what side is he more so on? And just to incorporate Colossus, I can understand that he's more, 
you know, more of on the good side. Uh, Phoenix, what'd you think about Colossus and the other mutant, um, you know, teaming up with Deadpool towards the end and actually killing people? Um, Colossus did refrain from killing anyone, uh, I think. Negasonic Teenage Warhead, is was that her name? Yeah, right. It sounds about right. Yeah. Right. You know, she, she killed some, uh, those guys, uh... Not, like, intentionally. They just happened to be caught in the fray. I don't think no. Professor X would be happy. She, uh, she, you know, she saw them in the mirror, and she was oh, like... Oh, well, yeah, those guys, where they got <laughs> smashed. Okay, yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's mm. a different story, yeah. Yep, she intentionally killed a lot of guys. Um, yeah, you know, it's... I think, uh, I don't know, maybe uh, trying to recruit Deadpool, they'd go to extreme lengths. Yeah, I just, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I understand it's, it's the comics, it's the graphic novels and things like that. In my mind, I'm just like, does, does Professor X want, you know, want this guy part of the team? Yeah, that, that made me raise an eyebrow also. Well, I know that Deadpool actually does become an X-Men, and he has been an X-Men for a bit, but, um... Yeah, it's it's like on and off. But I guess you also have Wolverine that that is kind of like that, I guess. Well, yeah, but also at the same time, like Wolverine and Deadpool actually have a history together. And you know, Wolverine is a little bit more controlled, and um, you know, Deadpool isn't portrayed as insane in this movie as he originally usually is. Um, I think that's why in this movie, X Men would want to recruit him more. And Phoenix, can you talk a little bit about what you expect and did this, this movie uh, meet your expectations? This movie exceeded my expectations. Um, out of all the adaptions I've seen, whether it be cartoons on Ultimate Spider-Man, um, you know, the video game, this is my favorite portrayal of Deadpool. Okay. Um, well, now, you know, I just mentioned a, a little bit ago that this was uh, rated R and, you know, we brought you along, obviously. Uh, what did you think about... Um, it being a hard R and, you know, like the the nudity and, you know, the sex and all that, did you think uh, any of it was uh, a little much? It seemed exactly fitting for the type of superhero he is. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that, but uh, at, at no point did you think, like, uh, they could have toned back on anything? Nope. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. Phil, do you... What okay? So again, Phoenix is almost 16 here. Do, do you think... Uh, what's the youngest you think somebody... Um, you know, it would be okay for them to watch the movie with, like, uh, a parent? That's really hard to say because, you know, that's controversial in itself. But I think using Phoenix X as an example, like, that's it's not too bad of a of an age. Um, of course, you got to take, you know, maturity into account and, of course, the parents. Um, you don't, you don't want to bring kids. Yeah, well, definitely. No, you definitely don't want to bring anybody... Mm, yeah, I, I would say probably like no younger than fourteen, fifteen. See, and that that kind of bugged me because when we came out of the movie theaters, I saw little kids, like seven year olds, and you know, really little kids coming out, and I was like, uh, why? Why would you take your kids to this movie? Yeah, it's not. It's definitely not something for the kids. Um, I I would say like middle school and under probably not okay. But yeah. but you know, it, that's hard to say because when I was like in eighth grade, I was going to rated R movies too. So it yeah it it's um. It, it it definitely warrants that uh, that R rating, but it should have been said in the beginning. But it's got the 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 nudity, the the suggestive sex, and you know language and violence. So definitely not for kids. So yeah, I I saw some of those kids, and I was uh, too side eyeing um, the parents. You guys want to talk about the uh, Stanley cameo? <laughs> His cameos are always funny. This one was, um, 
him being what like a, a like a disc jockey or something in in a strip club. That's exactly it. Yeah, and it's it was just one of those uh, head shake moments, but you you know you couldn't not laugh. Yeah, and um, things. You, did you find it funny? Oh yeah, I found it hilarious. Now, what do you guys think about the music in the movie? You know, I I wouldn't say it was like the best soundtrack, but it fit his world. Does that make sense? Yeah, um, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, pretty pretty much what Phil said. Um, you know, he has this uh, whole messed up soundtrack in his head. Everything, every song fits to whatever he's doing, whether it be about unicorns or shooting people or whatever. It's it's it all fits together. You know what it kind of reminded me of a little bit was a Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, because it's like the throwback to the classics and then some of the yeah, just the the pop music from yeah. the back in the day. Did you like it? Did you like it, Phoenix? I liked it, but um, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, which is an amazing soundtrack. Uh, I can't really compare those two. It's yeah. Yeah, I I think Guardians of the Galaxy has the better soundtrack. Um, yeah, th- this one has a has a lot of great songs. Peter Cetera, uh, you know, Chicago, and they also had. Wham. <laughs> Wham. Yeah. Uh, any favorite scenes, Phoenix? Uh, oh, uh, towards the beginning of the movie when Deadpool tried to fight off Colossus on the bridge. Um, when they first, uh, when we first see them together. Yeah, uh, Deadpool would just try and keep on throwing punches or kicks or whatnot at Colossus and just every single time he would break something. That, that was pretty funny. Yeah, he broke both uh, both wrists and, and a foot. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Phil? Uh, call me, call me a little bit biased, but a lot of you're my, a little biased. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> I'm a little biased, but a lot of the scenes that included the X Men, even though it was just you know Colossus and uh, Negasonic, like I I really enjoyed those scenes, especially um, when they showed you know the the, the X Men Mansion. Like I I fanboyed a bit inside. So yeah, for me, um, I liked I liked the inappropriate stuff. You know, because, oh, okay. because it's a it, it's a superhero, and you know we've had movies like The Kingsman and right. and Kick Ass and things like that, but those aren't you know properties that I'm familiar with. Like uh, Deadpool, you know, I didn't read you know any of his comics or anything like that, but I know that he's part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and all these references. I enjoyed it, but it's things that we don't see like the other superheroes uh, have done before. You know, the scene where um. You know, Deadpool loses his hand, and then later on, it grows back in uh, in a really small form. You, you see it growing, and he makes the you know the joke about masturbation, like oh, it must feel must feel huge, you know, with the small hand. So you know, th- those inappropriateness, uh, I, those I enjoyed because it's like what they're they're really going for it. So yeah. that that's the stuff that I liked. There's like kind of going deeper into that uh, group mindset. Sagan. There's. <laughs> Groot, like when Groot gets like tiny. Oh yeah, yeah. So those were probably some of my uh, favorite ones. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, maybe four and a quarter. No, I'm, I'm gonna stick with that. Uh, Phoenix, what would you give it? Four and a half, four seventy-five. Pretty strong. Yeah, I, I really enjoy this movie. I definitely want to rewatch it. I watch it in theaters again. Um, would um, where where would this rank for your uh, like in, in the Marvel movies for you top three? It's right next to Guardians of the Galaxy for top one. For top. Okay, so so they're tied at one. They're tied at one. Okay. And then Guardians of the Galaxy, you have actually seen a little bit more, so you, you've had time to process this one. Yeah. This could potentially be your number one of maybe a few more viewings and processing a little bit more. Mm. Uh, especially looking out for any other Easter eggs, because I know there was quite a bit. 
Okay. Know, there, there was a lot of Easter eggs. Phoenix, what did you think about the pacing of the movie? Did you think uh, we got too much origin? No, I think it was a perfect amount because, you know, watching this movie, you got to realize there's not a lot of people who read the comics. You know, Deadpool is a new character. And, you know, there's there's a lot of people who don't know anything about him. So you got to put in some origin story and you got to put in some of the now because, you know, it's, you don't, they're trying to build a franchise off of this, I think. And you don't want to put up two whole movies just going for one, a whole origin, and then two, you know, what's happening. It's like, it's a, I think it was a perfect. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. Uh, what worked for me is the fact that, um, you know, the, the flashbacks, you know, not not that we focused on the origin story in the first half and then the second half Deadpool. You know, we it, it goes back and forth. And so that's that's why it worked for me. Um, but again, I still feel like it was 40 percent uh, Wade Wilson and 60 Deadpool. You know, like I, I wish it could have been a little bit more like 25, 75, like just more Deadpool. Um, you guys want to talk about the the what, what is it called? The, the end credit? There's a there's a name for it. After scene. No, Phil. Do you... It's a. Uh... This is zinger. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the actual term. I okay, just, we'll, I just we'll, call we'll, it after okay. after credits. Do you, okay, do you guys want to talk about the uh, the end credit scene? Um, Phoenix, did you get the reference that uh, they were spoofing? Um, at the very end of the credits. Yes. No. It was um from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie yet. Yeah, John Hughes, you know, you you know about that movie, though. Yes. That's how that movie ends. Oh, okay. Yeah, he comes out, basically says almost the exact same thing. And he breaks the fourth wall. Yeah, and uh, also Deadpool goes, you know, that, that that's mm-hmm. that, that uh, song from, from the movie, it, which is also used to be like a Snickers theme song. Um, but yeah, in there, he also drops that part two is in the works and Cable is... Uh, it's going to be featured. And I think I actually read an article, and I don't know if that article was written because of the end scene. Do either of you guys know anything about that? Well, I just... There's going to be a next one? <laughs> okay, so we're, I, th- I think we're all going to be pretty excited for the second one. I'm glad it's greenlit, and I don't know if they started shooting yet, but uh, I thought it was funny that Deadpool kind of joked that, you know, it's probably going to be like Mel Gibson or Dolph Lundgren or maybe maybe even Kira Knightley. I don't know who that is. Kira Knightley. She's from Pirates of the Caribbean. I know who that she is. She was also <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, any other thoughts? I loved it. That was pretty good. And, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, and it was a lot of fun. Um, so that's uh, that's that's pretty much it. Now for uh, a more extensive uh, review, check out followingfilms.com, where uh, all of the guys are going to be covering it. My good buddy Dave over at Pop Culture Case Study will be uh, covering that, and Michael Denniston over at War Machine vs. War Horse, and also Hiro and Barry over at True Bromance Film Podcast. So um, bookmark followingfilms.com. And, you know, if you want to hear more Deadpool, it will be coming in the next uh, uh, in the next few days here. So check that out. Um, so until the next episode, for Phoenix, for Phil, I am Peter, and this is Hydrate Level 4. They call me Deadpool, I'm hella fast. Came to mark the bad guys and get some ass. Got blades for days, got guns galore. Got combo moves, evades and more. With bear traps and hand grenades. Pull the pistol like a maniac right in your face. But if you like to try, then I'll crush your skull Crass and rude, borderline obscene But I'm the funniest motherfucker that you ever did see And Wolverine
time for a nap. We got a rescue boat, ride a roller coaster, grab our gear and head to Genosha.